0: live this is from delta airlines flight 824 sitting here in row 21a i was lucky enough to uh, get the window seat here believe it or not i'm actually on a plane right now on my way to miami florida for work so um the dedication to the pod is just gotta be appreciated if i don't say so myself my job they told me that they needed to fly me out to miami and, you know, they're giving me the whole spiel of why I need to do it and, 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 you know, if I would like to go and how I feel about it. I said, look, I, f- I feel great about it. The, the only issue I have with it is the Brilliantly Dumb show airs every Tuesday after Tuesday after Tuesday. So how am I going to get the podcast done if I just fly in and, and, and start working? Pretty much they said, Robbie, we don't really care about the podcast. You, you got to go. <laughs> and that was the end of that. But they're right. But what does Big Bob do? Go ahead, pulls himself off a seat in aisle 21A. Just so happens that nobody's sitting next to me, so I'm just letting it rip here. In the middle of this Boeing 687 or whatever type of plane this is. It's a nice thing Delta does. Instead of having like a TV now, they give you just movie options. It's kind of like having an iPad. Yeah, a lot of different options here, but we are rocking and rolling. Sorry for the uh, the low voice here. Um, hope you guys are able to work through it. Um, looks like the cart lady is officially filling up some drinks going down the aisle, so uh might be a little break in the action just so I could order an apple juice. Um, to the gentleman and the young lady sitting in front of me and in back of me right now, <laughs> yeah, I, um, I apologize for um, piping out a podcast to you this entire flight i'll try and make it short try and make it brief just for flight etiquette i was able to to get bumped up two rows they they, they brought me up to the front and said uh, mr burger we have some really good news instead of sitting in aisle 23 we can actually upgrade you to aisle 21 it's like uh oh all right thanks a lot delta you got yourself a loyal customer now that you're able to bump me up two rows how about the golf clubs i shipped with you that's not going to be found those things will be nowhere to be found by the time I'm in this trip. I've never flown Delta Airlines and not had a bag lost. But they bumped me up from aisle 23 to 21. It made me think, what does that What does that do? What advantage does that give me? You don't think the guy sitting in my seat in aisle 23, I could actually ask him right now. He's right behind, he's right behind me. In aisle 23... He's going to get home any faster than I am because I'm two rows ahead of him. You don't think I'm going to be sitting next to this jackass and baggage claim? What does the two-row upgrade have anything to do? How is that special? You know? Are they going to give me now uh, crackers with cheese instead of just crackers because I'm in 21 to 23? I don't know. I just never understood the significance of it. Or like now when they board, everybody's always got to be up and on the plane first. We're all going on the same plane. What do you think? We're going to lose our seats? You know? It's like they're trying to catch batting practice at Yankee Stadium. I mean, what is everybody getting up for? Well, the guys, we're going to start boarding flight 683 in about 35 minutes. Just want to give you a heads up. Everybody just jumps up out of their seat. I'm there just smashing down a Jimmy John's sandwich in absolutely no rush. It's like, all right, yeah, I'll see you in 55 minutes. I like being like the last one on the plane. I'm in no rush. I'm in no rush. Anywho. All right, Miss Grace Abraham. Sorry, I forgot to give you your usual introduction. Not behind the glass today, but uh, somewhere out there in Virginia right now, Grace is actually at a wedding just tearing up the dance floor somewhere. So we're going to try and get this podcast sent through to you guys. I was going to put her in the row behind me. I uh, wouldn't be behind her usual glass, but uh, here we are, folks, the airplane edition of The Brilliant Dumb Show. Let's go ahead and jump right on into our sports segment, shall we? Did anybody see the um, the Kansas Jayhawks basketball team had their like opening ceremony type before the season starts it's pretty much like a pump up like a unc had it and roy williams was dancing all like it's a really cool thing and every the, the place is just packed there's no game but it just like gets you excited for the season did anybody see what the kansas jayhawks did they brought out snoop dog and a couple strippers beside him so they introduce, you know, like what's going to be their future starting lineups. And they, and they, Bill Self, coach of Kansas Jayhawks. It's like, all right, guys, we got a special guest for you today. Motherfucking Snoop Dogg comes rolling out. So the place goes bananas. Half of the place in Kansas doesn't know who Snoop Dogg is. Leave it to Kansas to not know who Snoop Dogg is. You know, there's a certain time and place for everything. And bringing out Snoop Dogg is okay. But this this guy had two strippers on one side to the other. He had a stripper in each shoulder. He even announced their names. This is Cassidy and Latrice. They're going to be joining me today for my solo. And the funniest part about it is Snoop Dogg brought out a fucking stripping pole. I'm telling you, I'm not joking. Go look at the video of it. Type in 2020 Kansas Jayhawks and see what comes up. They put a stripper pole just falling down from the top of the stadium and Snoop Dogg starts rapping. Half of the crowd has no idea what's going on. They thought they were there to see Billy Joel and the Kansas Jayhawks. Nope, they gave him Snoop Dogg. So the student section was going ape shit. So Snoop Dogg's rapping and Chastity and Latrice... Are just stripping up and down the pole. In a fucking bikini. It was the most bizarre thing. This isn't college basketball. This isn't at a Sacramento Kings game. Which I would understand a little more. You know Sacramento Kings game. You can't get anybody to go to the game. What do you do? You bring out Snoop Dogg and a couple strippers. Next thing you know your attendance went up by 20%. That I get. This is college basketball. Rick Pitino... Couldn't believe this. Rick Bettino got in trouble for trying to recruit a couple kids by using strippers. I mean, at least he's not using them in his pump-up games. Somewhere out there, Rick Bettino doesn't have a job, is in his living room, watching the Kansas Jayhawk faithful get hyped up, saying, well, why, why the fuck was Bill Self not fired? God forbid I try and land a couple recruits. Bill Self already landed these recruits. They're already enrolled in the school. I mean, there's kids out there in this stadium watching Chastity and Latrice just get naughty in the middle of Kansas Jayhawk campus. Those kids will never be the same again. To the poor parents that have season tickets and brought their kid to the game. I mean, sorry, it's not even a game. It's a pump up. They were pumped up. They just landed their first boner at Kansas Jayhawk Stadium. It was bizarre, and the song that that uh, Snoop Dogg was singing, it wasn't even one of his songs. It was the Wiz Khalifa song that he's featured on. So what, we get drunk. So what, we smoke weed. We're just having fun And the strippers are just sliding up and down We don't care who sees So what we go out That's how it's supposed to be Living young and wild and free (laughs) That's the song he was singing With the strippers going up and down So yeah, maybe those kids are scarred for life But I'll tell you another thing I'm putting my money on the Jayhawks Winning this whole thing If Bill Self is pulling those type of tricks out of his ass, Lord knows what type of offensive schemes he's got prepared. He's got a lot of shit up his sleeve. I mean, the balls. How how did Bill Self get in contact with Snoop Dogg? Bill Self is like the whitest coach out there. You think Snoop Dogg saw a Kansas area code pop up on his phone and was like, oh, yeah, I'll take this call. It might be Bill. Hey Snoop, uh, Bill Self here. Kansas University. Um, wanted to see if you and a couple strippers could fly out and get the crowd pumped up a little bit. Sure, dog. I'll be right there. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. How about that for an opening sports segment? I you should see the people. I'll do a um. I'll do an apple juice, but can I not get it with any ice? Thank you. You should see the people on the plane looking at me right now, just sitting here with a microphone talking about strippers and build self. Talk about a powerful opening sports bit. Folks, we're rolling here on the Braille and show. Moving on. I tell you, Grace, you know what I'm so sick and tired of falling for? I fall for the trap every single time, and I'm just tired of it. Yet, I'll wake up tomorrow, I'll fall for the exact same thing. Every single time I'm going out of a Whole Foods, Publix, ShopRite, H and M, it doesn't matter. If 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 they're if they're doing some sort of charity or, or some sort of would you like to donate a dollar to a, to the less fortunate kids in Africa? It's like, oh dude, like obviously, yeah. Click a button, there you go, there's a dollar. But my thing is, can I, I'm at the point now where I've done this so much that I'm not getting the satisfaction I used to get. Can I see the kid I'm donating to? Can I speak to him? And if I can't speak to him, can I see you giving him the dollar that I just gave him? The $145 bomber jacket that I got just now? The 1% that I donated out of that? Can I see you give that percent to the kid? Is there a rep from H and M that's gonna fly into Africa and say, "Hey, some guy who just checked out with a, a Visa Mastercard decided to donate a dollar for you." His name is Rob. Here's the picture of him. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we turn into pen pals or something. But, but, but I'm falling for this shit every single time. I get nothing out of it. I don't get to see the kid. Is, somebody, is there going to be a kid from Kenya that, that, that calls me and says, Hey, uh, Rob, I just wanted to thank you for that dollar that you gave when you were in Starbucks eight, Starbucks eight years ago. Really appreciate it. Really changed my life. Got me back up on my feet. I was struggling. Thank you very much. If I'm ever in America, I'll let you know. We can grab a drink together. Whatever it is that you guys drink in uh, America. Be happy to meet you. I'm like, oh, shit, thanks. I'm glad, I'm glad I donated that dollar or two. Every single checkout stand has it now too. I went to a Starbucks the other day, or or, you know, another thing I think of it like even like if I don't donate, there's been times where I just say no, and I go about my business. I load my groceries up in the bag and 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 I go about my way. Later on, I'll spill like a a glass of water on me, and I'll be like, "Ah, I should have donated to that kid in Kenya. That's karma. Publix, I'm sorry. If I would have just donated 75 cents to that young man, I would not have a fucking cup of water on me right now. God damn it. But I fell for it at Starbucks the other day. Not even like a donation thing, but I, it's just trends. I just fall for trends. Like, for example, you know what I did? I did, um, Starbucks does a thing where sometimes the person in front of you pays for your coffee. So you get to the drive-through, like you get to the window. It's like, oh, sir, I want to let you know that the uh, person in front of you actually just paid for your macchiato. It's like, oh shit, fuck, that was nice of him. It's too bad he just drove off and is about two blocks away. I would have thanked the guy. Would you like to pay it forward, sir? It's like, oh, Jesus Christ, here we go. Here we go. You can never just do a nice deed and just happen at that, that. Gotta have something in return, right? Yeah, you know what, Carol, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll pay it forward. Guy behind me, I'll go ahead and pay for his drinks. Two people. I even like I'll check the re- rear view mirror to make sure it's not like a family. You know what I mean? Just to play it safe, I'll just like look into the rear view. It's like one, two. All right, we got two adults and a child. It looks like the child has an orange juice. I doubt the child is going to be having a cold brew. I'll pay for the two. So I do it. I say, yeah, you know what? I'll pay for the people behind me. You give your card. You pay for them. It's like all right, sir, it's gonna be 4435. I'm sorry? Yeah, uh, 4435. Hey, 4435. Turns out that the the, the, the one two punch, the two guys behind me, and the blue Jetta just happened to be making a coffee run for the entire dental office that they worked for. Oh yeah, it's always start my day, I'll just pay for seven macchiatos. All of Beverly Hills dentistry just got macchiatos paid for by me. I said, "Are you fucking serious? Forty-four, thirty-five. Does he have the rewards program, or maybe he could, you know, spare five bucks, give me five bucks off here? Is he a Starbucks member? Because I'm sure as hell not. I might as well be after this forty-four dollar purchase. Holy shit! That's the type of shit that you get hit with." The whole dentist office. Meanwhile, yeah, I got my caramel macchiato paid for. That was what? $5? So you subtract the $5 from the dentist office I just paid for. $44. Ah, shit. Went to Starbucks. Now I'm down $39. Los Angeles, California. Here we go. Beautiful way to start my Tuesday morning. This is just spectacular. I'm done falling for this shit, Grace. Plain and simple. Moving on. Well, Grace, call me crazy, maybe I am, but as I sit up here thousands of feet in the air right now, on this Delta plane, I just came to a realization, it is time, and mind you I've kept quiet the entire podcast, but I just, I just can't do it with this one, because it is time, for the ass bob segment, Miss Crazy Bream, if I could just trouble you for a little bit of a drum roll, please. It's the ass bob segment. Segment. Wow, I feel so bad for the people on this flight right now. This is ridiculous. Um, it's the ass bob segment. File in your questions, question by question. You're going to get answer by answer. Here we are. Big Bob from Road 21A. First question coming in from Pat Allen, nice young man out of Minnesota. Bob, my twins going against your Yanks this series. Who do you see in the World Series this year? You know, <sighs> Alan, when when it comes to sports questions, I shouldn't even be allowed to answer them anymore to be honest. The other day, I did the biggest bonehead, just douchebag thing of all time. I woke up on a Sunday morning. It was football Sunday. And I really liked the Arizona Cardinals' plus five and a half points against the Seahawks. And not only did I like it, but my favorite sports analyst of all time, Colin Cowherd, loved the game. So my dumbass woke up in the morning and I'm wrapped in a blanket and a robe. And it's like 7 in the morning, and I go on Instagram, and I, I tell people my absolute lock of the day, which was the Cardinals. I was like, bet your house on it, bet your kids on it, your girlfriend on it. Take the Arizona Cardinals with the points. They got shellacked. They got absolutely pissed on. And after, I felt like such a douchebag. Cause first off, who's calling a lock of the day while they're in a robe and wrapped in a blanket? And people are are DMing me and showing me videos of them placing the money and on the, in their sports book or or the, online. They, they you know they they went with my pick and I really did like the game. They got fucking pissed on. So who's gonna listen to some guy in a blanket and a robe and making his lock of the day? You know, I felt like such an asshole after the game. And a couple people ripped me, but it really wasn't too bad. But at the same time, it's your fault for picking, for rolling with a guy who's telling you that he's got a football lock while he's in a, a cotton rope, You know? Premium fabric material. But anyway, um, what I will predict, it's a lock. Put your girlfriend on it, house on it, mortgage, kids. You're looking at the Los Angeles Dodgers coming out of the NL. Um, I think that's a no-brainer. I think they're going to skate right on through. Uh, the AL is where it gets tricky. Boy, do I wish I could say it's my Yankees, but I'm just so damn afraid of the Astros. I, I want to avoid them at all costs, but there's just no avoiding them. They'll beat the Rays in four, skate right onto the ALCS, and then you're going to see the clash of the titans. So you know, if I'm brutally honest, I'm saying Dodgers, Astros. But my lord, Alan, do I hope I'm wrong and that it's Dodgers, Yankees? And boy, would that be good for baseball! Hope that answers your question, there, Chief. Moving on, next question here on the ass Bob segment. Really, kind of let that ass Bob introduction rip. So. Uh, do apologize again to the rows in front and behind me here. This next question for the Ask Bob segment is coming from Vanessa Lawrence. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. God, that's another Baton Rouge. They're just loving the Brilliantly Dumb Show down in the bayou. The bayou loves Big Bob. God, I love it. That's awesome. Keep them coming. How about the demographic we got going here, Ibrahim? Oh, shit, what do you got for me, Lawrence? Bob, if you could see one person in concert, dead or alive, who would it be? Wow, uh, that's a that's a phenomenal question. Um, I mean, dead or alive, I, I, I feel like you got to pick somebody if you have that option to go dead, you know? How often can you see a person in concert that's dead that's none so Lawrence if you're going to grant me that right I think I gotta go with somebody dead um I don't know I kind of I kind of I kind of take back the dead comment and I I think I just gotta stick with Billy Joel. He's one of the only concerts I've been to And I I just cried like a baby I mean I just I love Billy Joel I saw him at the Garden He started playing Piano Man Midway You know the Garden's just rocking Just swaying back and forth I'm just bawling my eyes out It was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen Me and my buddy at the time too Shout out Tyler Healy We went to the concert The problem is we couldn't get tickets next to each other Because we were so late in the game That we just couldn't find tickets next to each other. So we went the whole concert without knowing. He was only like four rows behind me. The entire concert we had no idea. So I turn around at a a certain point at Piano Man. Because I hear him. Rob, Rob. It's nine o'clock on a Saturday. I turn around and he just tips his beer over to me. And we just like salute to each other with our beers. It was such a beautiful moment. Billy just rocked the place, just set Madison Square Garden on fire. It was one of the most incredible moments. There's some young talent coming out. Music-wise, so there's always somebody. It, there's always somebody that comes out of left field that just started learning about this. Billy Eilish. She's like 18. She's kind of got like the. The My Chemical Romance thing going on like Kind of like the punk rock type deal Maybe, I think she's like 16 I saw her on Howard Stern the other day She was on Howard Stern Talking about how she doesn't like flying planes Because it pollutes the air I'm watching this interview I'm like, she's 16 years old Do you think I was worried about polluting the air at 16 years old? I mean, to be quite frank with you, I don't know if I could have tied my shoes. I don't know if I was tying my shoes at sixteen. I think I started getting the loop loop pull drilled down at like late sixteen, early seventeen, maybe. The bunny years trick. I was a late bloomer. I wasn't tying my shoes till seventeen. Do you think I was worried about polluting the air with the plane? My mom and dad taking me to the airport for a family vacation to Florida. Yeah, guys, um, I'd really prefer driving. This is not good for the, uh, this is not good for nature, actually. So I'm going to sit this one out. Uh, Ma, if you could call the nanny and let her know that um, I'm actually coming back home. You guys go ahead without me. My parents just turn around and be like, Robbie, shut the hell up. Let's go. Be like, okay, here we go. I mean, that's what this girl was worried about. She spent 30 minutes on Howard, and Howard was trying to kind of go to the next subject because it kind of got watered down a little bit. But that's all she wanted to talk about was the ecosystem and the polluting the air with airplanes. I couldn't believe it. You know, what is if this is what this girl's worried about at at 16, what's she going to worry about at 35? You know, it'll probably be something way beyond climate change or anything like that. I don't know. This girl might just save the fucking planet and sing songs. 16 years old, that's the topic she's bringing up. Billie Eilish. Well, folks, I think that just about does it. Action-packed episode 18, an episode that I will not go without letting you know that this episode of the Brindley Dumb Show is brought to you by Windex. Whip it, wipe it, clean it, spray it. I put that shit on just about everything. Everything, Grace. I'd like to give a big round of applause to the young men and women, children, mothers, daughters, friends sitting in this airplane right now. As soon as they saw me plug in the USB, little did they know what they were in for. Um, but I thank you guys for for bearing with me here. Uh, kind of a quiet episode 18. That's okay. You gotta have an airplane episode, and at least at least one airplane episode per podcast. I think if we could look, Joe Rogan's probably done an airplane episode. Here's mine. Lighter tone, lighter on the ones and twos. Let me remind you now. www.brilliantlydumb.com. Go get your podcast merch. Friend of the Pod merch, been getting a lot of orders rolling in, absolutely fires me up. Send pictures of you in the shirt, whatever you want to do, let's keep this train rolling. little momentum here going behind episode 18. I'm coming in all guns blazing the 19. Episode 19 should be a doozy. We thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for listening, however you're listening. We will see you next week on The Brilliantly Dumb Show. For Grace Abraham, I'm Big Game Bob. See you next week, folks.